everyone. Welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things moth with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. This is going to be our 14th episode. Guys, I can't believe we have 14 episodes already. Really? That's a lot. I know. I'm honest. shocked. <laughs> it's literally, that's, that's a long time. Yeah. Um, so last week we went through chapters 37 through 39 of A Court of Thorn and Roses. Today we're going to go through chapters 40 and 42. Again, we love spoilers. Like, you've been warned. Luckily, nobody's bitched to us about it, so that's good. Um, we also love to curse. Again, you've been warned. Nobody's bitched about that either. Actually, I appreciate most of our fans curse along with us, so I appreciate that. So mm-hmm. that makes me feel better. So uh, before we hop in, because, again, guys, buckle up. This is going to be a long one. There's a lot. Um, but, like, also a lot in a wide like wide array. Like, we got a trial. We got some sad stuff. We got some sexy time. Like, it's all over the place. Madison, recap before oh, I start. Oh, we, we got a lot of shit going on this week. The next <laughs> two weeks is going to be, like... Really long episode, so just, like, be prepared. Okay, so anyway, last week, the bargain that started the greatest love story ever written. And honestly, I've read a lot of love stories. I can confirm this. I've read 383 books this year. I checked my Kindle. Jesus. Um, But I'm telling you, this this love story, it tops them all, okay? And, um, And it all began with this, like, simple bargain. Well, not simple. I mean, she was trying to save her life, but you you know what I mean. Um, So Reese saves Farah from the bone by making an agreement that Farah will stay with him one week each month for the rest of her life. Uh, Then, in some less climactic material, Farah is given cleaning tasks that are pretty much impossible. Uh, Plus... Reese kills a summer court fairy, but unknown to everyone else, except maybe Farah because she's perceptive as fuck. He saves the high Lord uh, of the summer court. Um, and thank God, because Tarquin is fabulous. <laughs> Don't we also know. like, thank God for the summer court. Cause Tarquin's like the second one. Remember she already killed the first, the other one. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. That like how true. many did they have lined up here? Like SOS. <laughs> I, I don't think they're as well flushed in children as the autumn court. So. Well, and then you've got the poor little winter court that, like, all Which, got killed. Uh, let's talk about how, like, you know, Byron must be, like, a fucking, like, sex addict to have that many children. And God. children are rare. You know what I mean? And that's got to be gross. Like, that poor woman is, like, having to have sex with Byron. I mean, a lot. And I you mean, know he's not. Oh, you know he's, like, sweaty as shit and just, like, grunts. Ew, like stop. And he is not for... He... Let's He's not way. for he, her. He does not know where the quit is. Oh, no, no, no. No, <laughs> no. no. And if that he ma- does, he doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> um, so anyway, okay. So let's get this party started because we have a lot to go through. Um, so chapter 40, that's me. Ooh, starting it off. Um, okay. So after a lot of fucking bullshit, here we are at trial two. Okay. And let me just, let me just read this sentence. Okay. Um, so she comes, she's, uh, she sees Tamlin, obviously not fucking doing anything. She's, you know, in front of Amarantha, you know, preparing for trial too. <laughs> Literally this sentence within the ring, Jurian's eye turned, turned to face me. It's pupil dilating in its oh, dim God. light. Oh, Oh, so that's gross as shit. Also, okay, thought while reading this. Don't eyeballs need, like, mucus or something so they don't, like, dry up? 
So that ring is not only like an eyeball, but it's like a mucus eyeball. Which I think makes it like so much worse. You didn't, you know, there's a simple explanation of like, oh, it's magic. But I love that you're like, no. Mm-mm, uh, oh, that is Listen, disgusting. here's the thing. Yes, magic. But I also think magic like, you know, it takes after like, you know, real things and it's not yeah. going to be. So, so I mean, magic I don't know. Mucus. Yeah, maybe it's magic mucus. Magic you know, I'm mucus. just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's pretty fucking disgusting. And while I was reading that, I was like, that's gross. Um, but that also makes that ring even <sighs> creepier. Like the oh, yeah. eyeball is like and grosser up. and grosser. Ugh. Anyway, okay, so here we go. It begins finally, like finally, Tim and Farah kind of have an interaction because he like looks at her. Which, like, I mean, I know, I know. Like, what kind of interaction is that? Like, why are we so excited about that? But finally, he, like, looks at her. And I'm like, okay, okay. So here we go. Here we go. Um, How sad, hang on. How sad is it that the bar is so low that we're like, he looked at her. Good job, (laughs) Tammy. No facial expressions. Just looked at her. Like, nothing about, like, you know, his pupils dilating or, like, he moved a finger. Nothing. It's just he looked at her. And then we're like, oh, yeah. Um, So here's here's what I find kind of interesting. So, but I did... But I dared a glance at my high lord and found his eyes hard upon me. If I could just hold him, feel his skin for just a moment, smell him, hear him say my name. Interesting that her mind, her mind like immediately goes to touching him and to like a sexual nature. Yeah. Right? And so like, here's, here's a little, I did a little Blake deep dive here. I think some of you saw it in our Insta story. But anyway, so here's what I'm thinking. It's interesting that with Tamlin, Almost everything, or like her thought process, it's always like some sort of sexual nature. Um, I mean, they're trapped under the mountain. Amarantha's killing fairies left and right. She's destroying lives. But here she is thinking of Tamlin's hands on her body. Like, not even thinking, oh, shit, uh, you know, task two, let's get pumped. No, she's like, yeah. oh, God, I wish he could just say my name. And you know she's thinking in bed. But then, let's let's take a little take a little jump here. Let's think of... You know, when we talk Reese and Farah, uh, some wings in ruin, you know, Re- yes, Reese is her mate and sex off the fucking charts. Okay. Seriously. Oz mm. has pretty much created an unobtainable goal for my husband. So SOS. Girl, Sorry. SOS okay. on that. <laughs> he, and Ian, he and Ian can like be sad about that. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it's just pretty much unattainable, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but when shit is, like, blowing up around them, like, people are, you know, dying, they're, um, everyone's, like, trying to come after Valaris, like, everything, and she's thinking about saving her own people, drawing on her own inner strength, what can I do to help, how am I going to make this better, and she's yeah. using Reese as strength, and not, like, a kinky sex break. And like, damn, that's and Reese isn't angry about it. Remember when the attack on Valeris happens and she does her fucking dope ass like water ice wolves? He oh, yeah. lands and he's like, he's angry at like he was like because he was so frightened for her. You know what I mean? Like his yeah. anger, like his like fear turns well, think- to anger. But then he immediately like it goes into like you fought for my city and she was like our city basically. And he was like, <gasps> yeah, like whereas Tam would be like. Why did you leave your painting room? Go back and paint pretty flowers. 
Yeah, yeah like, exactly. No. So I thought that was interesting to note because, like, in both situations, I mean, Farah's about to, like, get up in task two. And, like, she's, like, just, like, not even thinking, like, oh, I am, like, in this to save Printhian. She's, like, not thinking about no, that at no. all. She's just, like, oh, God, I want Tam's hands on my body. I mean, so do I, but, like, that's not really what I'm going to think about going into a task. Yeah. I feel like, and like, I touched on it, you see it in, like, my chapter, too, is it's kind of upsetting because the whole, like, her whole character development is you see her going from, like, hating fairies to, like, she's friends with Alice. She She's intrigued and wants to meet everybody, like, at the court, and, like, she really comes to care for them, and the spring lands, like, in a, as a whole. And, like, that all kind of goes out the window into the mountain where, like, she literally is single-minded, like, Tam. Like, Must have been I, one yeah. hell of an orgasm. Seriously. Then again, <laughs> coming... It was Isaac Hale. Yeah, coming back from Hale, like, I mean, that orgasm was probably, like, earth-shattering. He strikes yeah. again! He's back! <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're gonna compare. Thank you, um, Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. You just made my day. So, anywho, um, so back to them staring. So they're still staring at each other. And, of course, Amarantha gets super pissy that Farah and Tam are just staring at each other. Even though, like, Tam, his face is blank. It's lifeless. Yeah. Ain't nothing going on there, but it's, like, snappy. And she's just like, begin. <laughs> and Ew, so... You know what I just realized? What? His face is lifeless, right? And they're staring at each other. This is real awkward. High Fae can smell like fear or when it, humans are aroused and shit. Think oh of my her, god. Think of she was smelling the arousal, wasn't she? She was oh, smelling oh, That's mortifying. Oh, oh, no wonder she was pissy. Okay, never mind. You know what? She has a right to be pissed because they're just looking at each other and I'm thinking, why is she pissy? Now I understand because, like, you know. I don't know. Can High Fae smell it on each other? But either way, she can definitely smell it coming from Fae. Oh. Okay. Okay. So this makes, oh. this makes you know no more sense. I would want to sink into the floor for the second task after that. <laughs> well, yeah, because the very next thing, uh, the floor pretty much explodes. Um, and so, like, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of envisioning this. Like, so we're, like, pretty much in a pit, right? Yeah. And there are, like, there are, like, dirt walls right that's kind of what i'm like yeah picturing and then like yeah. in between is like the cast iron like bars mm -hmm. and like prison and then lucian. <laughs> poor lucian okay so here's my thoughts i was like poor fucking lucian he is taking the brunt of the shit because like with Farah, because tam decides not to act or respond frankly i'm just saying i would be seriously reconsidering my friendships after this I yeah. mean, this is I would agree the with second you. time he's been placed at, like, death's door. Not to mention there's some, you know, whipping in between, like... And his eye. I know! Like, what the like... fuck? Like, poor, poor baby. But then, and then and his fucking brothers, think... you know, they're, yeah. they're just like, ha ha ha, lol. Well, I also feel like Fair is the only one that's been, like, saving Lucian the entire yeah, time. Yeah, really... Nobody else cares. I know, and I'm like, oh man, like that shit. And then so, like it, it talks about Lucian's brothers are pretty much just like standing there, like laughing. Uh, they're all smiling. Um, and then we get our first piece, 
like acidic of the, our first taste of the acidic piece of shit that is Byron. Um, okay, <laughs> so it's like literally like where where's his mother, his father? Like surely the High Lord of the Art- Autumn Court would be present. I scan the crowd, no sign of them. Which, like, honestly, I am a little shocked the mom isn't there. Oh, no. Like, it's too much for her. Oh, wouldn't she yeah, want to watch? Like, I don't know. No. No. See, no, no you wouldn't want to watch her. All of her strength goes towards surviving Byron, honestly. But, so, but like, this is her favorite son. Exactly. I don't think she could put herself through that. Mm. Yeah, and watching him die, like potentially, I think that'd be and, way like, too much for her to handle. Let's be very clear: her and Byron are not away together. He's probably off. Oh, oh! I didn't think him. they were like. Well, unless like he's trying to do some like dirty ass like pathetic fucking. Which mm. I think. Yeah, <laughs> poor woman. Um. Anyway, so there's no sign of them. Only Amarantha standing with Tamlin at the edge of the pit, peering in. Um. And LOL that she bowed her head to me and gestured with an elegant hand to the wall beneath her feet. Um, so pretty much, here it is, her task two. Uh, simply answer the question by selecting the correct lever and you'll win. Select the wrong one um, and, you know, you're dead. So <laughs> here's here's my mind. Do we think because this is this is a reading task, right? So he's pretty yeah. much so she's literally like Farah has no response, and Amarantha's like, "Is something wrong?" You know. So I kind of picture it like that. It's almost like she knew or had some kind of hint that Farah couldn't read. Otherwise, why would this be the task? So I do, have- do we think there's underlying knowledge there? So, okay, so we know from what I gathered, it's not even a riddle. It's literally just, a, like, a straightforward question. Yeah. Because we know, like, the riddle's yeah. already out there. Yeah. I it's had, it Literally, it's referred to as a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. I had two thoughts. Well, three. One, I don't think it came from Reese. Reese wouldn't have given that. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, not okay. the slightest. Well, also, two. he doesn't know yet. Like, this is the chapter where yeah. he finds out. Oh, yeah, that's true, true, true. Mm-hmm. So, I... I'm not, because we know Tamlin knows she can't read, but I don't, I don't, I don't think Tamlin would say anything. No. I think, I just feel, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I think she automatically just assumed she couldn't read because she sees humans as, like, useless slaves. Like, I guarantee oh, her slaves couldn't read. Like, okay. So she was just like, you're a fucking stupid human. Like, she does have some clever terms for humans. I'll give her that. It's quite funny. But, like, I think in her mind, she's like, eh, she thinks she still thinks of all humans as, like, they should be slaves, and, like, she definitely didn't have, like, a school for her slaves. Fuck, she just, like, slaughtered them anyways. Like, I think she just assumed, like, you're you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, any human is an yeah. idiot, so they probably just, I think, yeah. I agree with you on that. Okay. Okay. Um, because I was like, wow, like, SOS. <laughs> Lucky uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, right? So, pretty much, um, not too high above, so, like, you know, I don't know, some room to give her time to uh, supposedly read. Um, are two giant spike-encrusted gates. <laughs> um, and they begin lowering and, like, descending into the chamber. And, like, it's literally described, like, it's going to be, like, a messy fucking death. Not like, yep. 
They're on, they're like burning spikes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, nothing is looking pre here. Um, and it literally says, like, this would not be a clean death. I mean, it, it's going to be pretty gross. Um, so anyway, she's looking, and it says, like, she can re- recognize, like, very basic words, but, like, not enough that she would be able to read or solve the puzzle. Um, so <laughs> pretty much she's thinking, wow, like, a uh, cruel, vicious twist of fate here. Like, I'm going to die because I'm illiterate. And yeah. Lucian, Lucian's over there, like, yanking out his chain, screaming, like, you know, I would be too. I'd be pretty fucking scared because Lucian knows, right? Doesn't doesn't he know as well? He can't read? I, ass- I don't think See, so. I assume Tam told Lucian. I think Lucian knows. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he uh, he's making, I don't know. He says answer it, so I feel oh, like yeah, he that's just true. doesn't know. Like yeah. he mentions answer it, he shouted. So I, I don't think he knows that sh- how illiterate she is. True, true. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um. So anyway, literally, then there's just like a page of her like not even thinking about the task. All she's thinking about is how hot the spikes are, how she would be crushed. She's not even, like, attempting to read. And I'm like, girl, you can't even read. Like, at least, like, <laughs> use your time wisely here, okay? Um, so, like, at this point, you know, she's like, it starts with three grass, grass hope, grasshoppers. Like, I mean, she's reading very slowly. And then Lucian just screams, just pick one. Okay, because at that point, I think he's like, God, I just want to fucking live here. Um, and so what she does is she picks lever two. But then in her hand is like blinding pain. Okay, so like she goes to reach for two and then all of a sudden just pain. And LOL, the eye on the hand. I I just I know it can see. I just it cannot. I, well, it narrowed. I just I, it literally it, said that I narrowed. Mean soul. It means he's no. That means that he's like he's one hundred percent. That means it's, it has real eye like features. Oh it's God. narrowing. It narrowed. It depth one hundred percent. I believe. Okay. That. Thank Whatever. you. Thank you. Thank you. I am with Madison on this. Yeah. Show. Literally the see. slitted eye. Uh, the slitted eye tattooed there. It. Narrowed. It's a whole Narrow- sentence. I see that it narrowed, but that doesn't mean that it's Saul. That's him showing. That's him portraying like his magic through the bond narrowing. Like fuck. It, like you know. Like you narrow your eyes to some like like stopping a dumb bitch. Uh no. Anywho, so at this point, like Reese has like a mask of like boredom, but the bond. of course the bond. Damn it, he's helping her, and I am crying. I am crying. Guys, like, and she finally cool. says, "Like, I could only trust him. I could only give myself up again, forced to concede. But like, she could only trust him. She's starting to like learn a little, little by little, that like he is trustworthy. Um, so like, I love that. I love that. I mean, not the situation we're in, but I love that she's, you know, I love going that, like- to end up trusting." Like, when it started happening, happening, like, she knew, like, she immediately looked up through the grate, and I found a star-flecked violet gaze. Like, she immediately looked up and was able to, like, she was drawn to his gaze. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, oh. I know, I know. I love it. So then, um, 
she goes, she reaches for the lever, and the lever is like cool in her hand. There's there's no pain, nothing's going on. She reaches for another level, blinding pain. So then she's like, fuck it, and pulls the lever. And she ends up, you know, pull the lever cross. Oh my god. <laughs> yes yes wait okay real talk uh remember that meme i sent you of um kronk and yzma and it was like cassian and nessa <laughs> yes <laughs> guys if you haven't seen that meme fucking look it up it's hilarious um or message us and i'll send it because it's it's really quite it's accurate it's just so accurate um and so Lucian, Lucian is praying. He's kissing the ground. He's like <laughs> so fucking relieved. Um, and obviously, like his brothers are fucking pissed that he lived. So SOS on that. Um, and so, okay, I just want to say, page three sixty six of this book has my fucking heart. Okay, Seriously. it has my heart. So she is about to fucking break down. Farrah's about to have a meltdown. I couldn't read. It almost killed me. Um, she sinks to her knees. The platform is, like, moving up. We're, like, getting back into land. She covers her face. She's shaking. And, like, tears. She's about to cry. Like, I mean, just have a total meltdown. <gasps> and then oh. Reese and Farrah's silent communication begins and my heart dies a little more oh, oh my god okay so pretty much he's helping her he says don't let her see you cry put your hands at your side stand up stand don't give her the satisfaction of breaking he's like good stare her down no tears you can do this don't look at tamlin that i think might have been for himself a little bit yeah but, exactly. anyway <laughs> now um and then finally, when she gets back to her cell, he's silent and she weeps. And I'm just like, oh, my God. The first sign. The first actual sign of the bond. Seriously. You know? And I'm like, it, and, like, how she thought it was a bargain, I don't know. But, like, the first sign of the bond is finally hitting. And I'm, I'm just, I'm living for it. Um, and then she just cries for, like, hours. Um, she cries for herself, for Tamlin, for the fact that she should be dead because she couldn't read. Um, and just like, then she starts thinking, you know, every wound, every injury, physical or otherwise. Um, and she just cries. And she says, I cried for that trivial part of me, once so full of color and light, now hollow and dark and empty. And she just couldn't She's stop. This is a nervous breakdown. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, like, a complete breakdown. Um, and, like, I'm kind of sad that Reese isn't, you know, in her in her mind, you know. He's he's had some – he's doing some – Oh, of right course. Now. I'm sure he's dealing with Amarantha's fury. He might have to, like, make her orgasm a couple hundred times before she relaxes again. Exactly. Also, like, I got the feeling that knowing, like, what he's been through, I think he knew – because sometimes you just not you don't need a nervous breakdown, obviously, but you need time to yourself to just cry through things, honestly. Oh yeah. So I almost wonder if he was like, I'm gonna give her a little bit of time. And I do think though, like he was definitely busy. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Oh, poor man. Um, but you know what? Then he comes to visit. And like, thank fuck for Reese, because no one else is giving a damn. Like, 
Yeah, Lucian sneaks in every once in a while. Cool. Tam has made no fucking effort whatsoever. Of course, and don't I'm just like, even get me started. I'm like, thank God for Reese. Okay. So then Thanks the cauldron. Medicine. Oh, you know what? Yes, I really, I, I really should switch into that. Um. So anyway, he comes in, <laughs> and he greets her, still weeping. <laughs> like I mean, of course. Um. And he goes, you've just beaten her second task. Tears are unnecessary. And then I wept harder and he laughed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, no. Um, and so literally um, he, like, comes in front of her um, and grips her. His grip was firm and he grasps her wrists and, like, pries them from her face. Um, the walls weren't moving and the room was open, gaping. No colors, but shades of darkness of night. So, like, I think he's, like, he's, like, covered their area mm -hmm. in, like, his yeah. night. You know, price and no one will see. But also, you know, also, I think, I think it's a little comforting. I was going to say, for him, it's comfort. So, and he, I think, already kind of, you know, he, he already knows something's up between them. So, I think yeah. maybe he's thinking that might comfort her, too. Yeah. And it, it's so I beautiful because he's, like, oh. Only those star-flecked violet eyes were bright, full of color and light. Um, and he gave me a lazy smile before he leaned forward. And guys, I love this. Camera. I love this scene. I, I, I love it. I love it. Um, oh. Literally. I, you know what? I'll just read the whole paragraph because it deserves it. Yeah. I pulled away, but his hands were like shackles. Oh, my God. Reese, tie me up. I'm there. I could do nothing. And his mouth met with my cheek and he licked away a tear his tongue was hot against my skin so startling that i couldn't move as he licked away another path of salt water and then another my body went taut and loose all at once and i burned oh my god she burned let's just keep she that really in burned. our mind oh, hang on hang on she burned as chills shuddered along her limbs she's she shuddering for him i'm just saying, i love like, it that is that is her body and subconscious overriding her brain and heart right now to be like, you dumb bitch. This is your mate. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, it was only when his tongue danced along the damp edges of my lashes that I jerked back. So literally her first instinct is to always, you know, keep him near. Like she's, she's clearly horny. I mean, she's shuddering. She's like, you know, really excited. But then, then she realizes what she's doing, pushes him back. Okay. And... <laughs> He laughs. He chuckled as I scrambled to the corner of my cell. And, like, literally his whole point is to just, like, piss her off. And he goes, I figured that would stop you from crying. And her response, it was disgusting. Uh, honey, you don't shudder no. and get horny because it was disgusting. No, not in the slightest. Yeah, don't, don't even fuck. Again, he can smell it. Oh, he can totally oh. smell it. You know what? I'm going to just think of that from yep. now on. Yep. Mm -hmm. He can totally smell it. Oh, oh. Oh, man. I wonder what he... Wow. Mm. Well, that's what he's... The next sentence where he kind of calls her out. He's like, mm, was it disgusting? Yeah, was <laughs> it? He quirked an eyebrow and, like, I can totally imagine this in my mind. Oh, yeah. Um, And pointed to his palm to the place where my tattoo would be. Beneath all your pride and stubbornness, I could have sworn I detected something that felt different. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, Interesting concept, I love that sentence. And this, I think, is the first time he's really acknowledging their their bond, pretty much, yeah. like in a in a very vague way. But yeah, deeper. which to be honest, she probably appreciated because now she's like, "Oh, good, I'm not actually going crazy." Like, <laughs> that's a thing. And then, and then her response, of course, get out. <laughs> As usual, your gratitude is overwhelming. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I love their snarky sense of humor. Because he liter- she literally goes, do you want me to kiss your feet for what you did at the trial? Do you want me to offer another week of my life? Not unless you, compel- you feel compelled to do so. And his eyes like stars. Oh, I love it. I love the description of him, honestly, all the time. Um... And then they start talking about the reading, and she gets super shitty with him. Um, Because she's like, keep your damn mouth shut about it. And then, you know, he's like, "Um, I've been thinking of ways to torment you when you come to my court. I'm wondering, will assigning you to learn to read be as painful as it looked today? And I'm like, oh, foreshadowing moment. Holy fuck. Oh. Yes, Blake. Sorry, Blake? I'm still focused on the like one again, Moss, with the foreshadowing. Before that, I'll have to ask Tamlin if this kind of flattery won uh, won his heart. Kind of did. <laughs> oh, but hang on, he can fucking smell when things have an impact on her because he groaned as he stood, a soft, deep throated noise that traveled along my bones. <laughs> his eyes met with mine, and he smiled slowly. He fucking knows. Yeah, he's got to know she's turned on. He's living he, for it. I mean, Reese already knows he's, like, the most beautiful thing to walk the fucking earth. But, like, he knows. Sorry, I was looking at that, and I was like, oh. Oh, this just, this just supports your smelling of, <laughs> smelling of horniness, really. Um, so, anyway, um, and literally it ends with... It took me a long while to realize that Rhysan, whether he knew it or not, which you know he fucking knew it, mm-hmm. uh, had effectively kept me from shattering completely. Oh. And I, I'm living for it. I'm living for it. And frankly, I read this chapter and I immediately had to go to Mist and Fury to where she's kissing his tears. And I'm like, yes. yes. I'm like, yes. I'm like, oh, God, we have so many more chapters and episodes before we get there. But... I know, uh, I'm ready for it. So I feel like we end on your chapter on a high note. We do. We do. My chapter, my chapter starts on a really low. Oh, note. of course. I don't know how it switches because it literally she talks about how um, it was a series of days that I don't care to recall. A permanent darkness settled to me, settled settled over, over me, and I begin to look forward to the moment when Resand gave me that goblet of fairy wine and I could lose myself for a few hours. Like, she's literally just, like... Depressed. Depressed. She wants to go into this darkness. She doesn't want to think. She doesn't want to feel. Like, she just doesn't want to think about the riddle. She doesn't want... She keeps talking about herself as an illiterate human. Um, And she starts thinking about Tamlin, about how she was like, okay, I know I beat two of her tasks, but I know I am not getting out of here alive. She's like, I 100% know that I will never leave here alive because she's like, well, 
she understands what Amarantha is feeling after Jurian and her sister, um, after Jurian killed her sister, because she would be doing the same thing if it was her sisters. She's like, no matter how many centuries had passed, um, she would have wanted to kill the people who killed her sisters. Mm-hmm. So she understands that, but again, she's just sad. And then she started dreaming about the future, which in her mind, she is still a human. And she's like, I only have decades with Tamlin. Not even like centuries. She literally has decades with him where he's going to stay young and she is going to continue to grow old. Oh, wait. Which is why. Can we talk about that, though? Okay. So in books, when you have one person who's immortal, right? Yeah. And, you know, the other person is human. I fucking hate that. I hate it. I I, I just want them to be together forever. And let me tell you, this is my biggest pet peeve with the whole Magnus, Alec, Shadowhunter thing. Because I live for their love story. I fucking live for it daily. But the fact that they're totally okay with that one point, Alec's going to die. I am not. Let me tell you, I am not okay. I'm not a fan. No, I agree with you. And like, I, I, this would be my nightmare too. Like I'm with Farah on this. Yeah. So she, again, she just wants to sink into the darkness because she doesn't want to think. She doesn't want to feel. She stopped caring about who she was and what had once mattered. She was like, I stopped thinking about color, about light, about the green of Tamlin's eyes, about all these things I wanted to paint and now would never get to. And which I feel like is kind of foreshadowing. Well, yeah. Be- well, this I think is where it begins because, like, obviously in yeah. the beginning of Miss and Fury, she's not painting shit. But I think yeah. this is literally the point where because it's not like she gets back into it and then stops. She literally just like this is the point where color is becoming diluted it's not pretty anymore she's Mm -hmm. losing herself and she doesn't really get it back until you know reese comes in and forces her to pick herself up yeah yeah oh i definitely agree with that so then we get to this chapter where she is going to like this part where she's going to go to the dressing chamber she's with the two um wraiths and next thing you know we hear she hears the um the adder coming and i find this really like bartok (laughs) i find this really interesting because the fairies beside me tense but their chins rode slightly like i feel like that's kind of like a badass thing to do where they're like yeah they're nervous about it but they're still like nope he doesn't really bother us no my thing is i think they're thinking like oh race would fuck him up if he even touched us exactly so i was just like I was like, okay, I can understand that. So what they do is they hide her in the shadows. And I love this part because she was like, we weren't hiding. We were spying. She was like, it was only when I could understand their words that I realized we weren't merely hiding. Like, this is where you kind of get the idea that Reese is definitely still spying on Amarantha to try to get shit, like, try to figure out what's going on. Well, I think Farrah, like, really brought him back. Like, yeah. gave, renewed his energy, so to say. Yeah. And gave him a reason to continue to what he's, yeah. doing. he's doing. So what they're talking about, the adder and, like, the unknown nightmare or whatever is with him. I don't think we get a good description of him. No, we just know that he's sent by the king of Hyvern. Yeah. yeah. So they're, right now they're talking about how um, the High Lords, are they going to send troops? But they only do what Amarantha says. 
Um, and something that we kind of get a glimpse of is that Hybern is not exactly pleased with Amarantha, Amarantha because she cost him the war because of her madness with Jurian. Um, and also, if she doesn't, failure to aid his cause a second time, she's about to just be ended. Um, the Adder, of course, defends her, saying that she has, she doesn't make any plans unless um, it, like, relates to her, unless it makes her better. Um, and then something that he says is that... Um, the adder threatens this guy and he goes, I'm am here on a condition of immunity from the king. If your lady thinks she's above the king because she rules this wretched land, she'll soon remember who can strip her powers away without spells and potions. So she it really seems like the king like king has all this power and honestly doesn't even give a shit about Prince. Do we think at, at this point, because like he says, like could strip her power away, you know, without potions, without spells, do we think he has the cauldron at this point? No, I don't think so. No. No. I don't I don't think he does, but he's also a lot more powerful than her anyways. Yeah. And she like and also like they mentioned like she stole a bunch of stuff from him in the first place. Yeah. Like when she went to Pantheon. So, so it's it's interesting. And uh, after all of this, I think the really good thing is like Farrah goes, "What was that? Who was that?" I clarified and both of them answered trouble. And they go, does, does Rysant know? And he goes, he will soon. So it was like, hmm. Like, you, again, you definitely get that feeling that Reese is slowly actually a good guy, but he's still hiding it all. So after all that, we get them, then we get to like a really super, super, super depressing so, part. So still more depressing. I suppose I sink further into myself. I mean, she's already losing yeah. light and color, but let's sink some more. Yeah. Exactly. And so something, um, so she like sits and sail- stares at her ceiling, um, like moonlight on water when a noise traveled down me through the stones rippling across the floor. Um, she was listening to, she all of a sudden hears the music, which here's something that I like this part. I was very curious about to see what you guys think. Um, so one, first off, she, uh, it becomes the vast expense of the starry night sky, and I become a small, unimportant things that blew away in the wind. And I was like, okay, like this definitely sounds like Reese yeah. is like putting this into her head. But she goes on to describe the music as it like enters her cell, like it's very, very loud all of a sudden. And she starts describing like kind of like the spring court. Like um, she goes on to say the music built a path and incent founded upon archways of color. I followed it, walking out of the cell through layers of earth up and up into fields of cornfields, past the canopy of trees, and into an open expanse of sky. And so it kind of, this music is like building an image in her head. And it almost seems like it's building an image of the spring court because it talks about all the different, the orange and gold rays, the land, the area. And the music was Tamlin's fingers strumming my body and it was the gold in his eyes and the twist of his smile. So uh, again, it was strumming her body. So we're back to sex, her, her sexual thinking instead of being strong for herself. Yeah. Well, and she goes, um, I sat there trembling and weeping too raw and exposed left naked by the music and the color in my mind. So my thought is, I have like two different thoughts. So at first I thought this was like Reese putting the imagery into her head of the night sky and all that stuff. But then Tamlin was, 
I guess they don't have that power to do it, but this was like Tamlin's way of reminding her no. that he was there. This no, this is Reese. Yeah, we this know. This is Reese because yeah. yeah, we know from a Court of Mist and Fury, he sent this to her. Oh, gotcha. Okay, but my she thing is, like, I think she's so blinded by Tamlin and like yeah. her her need for some good sex, I guess, <laughs> and like she's so blinded by this that like. She blocks out the night sky because it says at first she's like thinking about the night sky. Yeah. I think she just blocks it out and transforms it into what she wants it to be. Which yeah. again is her sub uh, her subconscious and her body are like, hey bitch, you should you know, high lord of the night court, your mate. Let's think of the night sky. It's all and we know it's brought her comfort before. That's what yeah. she painted yeah, everything. Yeah. But yep. again, like you said, her mind is so focused on Tamlin that I think the music, because Reese says that the melody he sent her was one that his mother used to like hum for him. Gotcha. So it gives him a sense of comfort and home. So I think when it has that effect on her at this point right now, her home is spring court. So I think that's Future. why she yeah. thinks of it. So that's why she thinks of it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it reminds her that she needs to keep going and not to be like drowning in that fucking Reese, man. Gross sorrow. Fucking Reese coming in clutch he's, all the goddamn again, time. Again, he's literally like fucking Tamlin. He's a certified therapist at this point. Like he's coming in clutch. Yeah, very much so. So after all that depressing, she's like sinks back into her darkness. Two more days until her final trial. But also, he doesn't it. want the love of his life to be depressed. I mean, yeah, yeah that's true. I can feel it. Uh, oh right. Blake, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I got so much. First off, this chapter put me through the ringer, like feelings wise. <laughs> I mean, you go from like depression to like sexy time granted with the wrong person, but then like kind of sexy time with the right person to like just okay, okay, let's go. I, I'm living for these sexy times and can't wait to talk about them. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I'm just angry. Oh, oh what? No, don't be angry. For one of them. Okay, 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 okay. So we finally come, we're like, she's finally made it. Remember, guys, this was what, three, yeah, three months. Like we even said, that's a long fucking time. Um, not 50 years, but still. So we were at the night before the last trial. And of course, like Amarantha is like discussing courts, having another party like usual, which I'm like, okay, you do you, whatever, it's fine. So, and all of us have been here before where you're at like a social, not in this specific context, but like. You're at a social event and you just kind of want to blend in with the wall where you're like, I, I'm done. I don't want to be here. I don't want to socialize with any of these fucks. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what Feyre's doing. She's like blending into the wall. Um, she's too kind of like, she's too focused on the next day to really like do anything, like even think about like anything else. What's fair? I mean, the last day's tomorrow. And like Caitlin said, she's already kind of figured out. Even if she, like, beats the trial or, like, solves the riddle, she's not making it out of here alive. Yeah, Which, she's going to die no matter what. Technically, she does. So, but, <laughs> this is funny. Why are you laughing? Technically, she does. Like, I mean, just, like, so depressing. <laughs> it's true. So true. So, she's basically just, like, waiting for Reese to call her over, which, again, kind of harkens back to what Caitlin said, where it's kind of sad, because she just needs, she's just waiting for the wine. Like, she's literally yeah. just waiting. Um, she just wants to black out. But she's like, Reese was taking longer than usual to summon me, though it's probably because of the supple-bodied fairy perched in his lap. Like, I'm sorry. Even the first time I read this, I was like, that's an interesting way to describe it. Kind of like you're, like, a little jealous. Just like, a little exactly. Bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> um, and I know but also, why does he have that fairy on his lap? 
He's just why not? You know, he's just playing into it because all he's letting her do is play with his hair. Think of a court of Mist and Fury where he lets uh, what's her face in the summer court, like he kind of leads her. Oh God, I hated that scene. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Wait until my anger comes out when we talk about that scene. That's fair. So she's she's not in a good mental space as we've noticed. She's just thinking at this point. She's not even thinking about like what the task will be, how she should cut, like how her strategy. And we know she's a strategist. Like we've seen it throughout the book. She literally just keeps thinking that like it's over. Like after tomorrow, it's over, and that's this all is, she cares about. This is the last night. Yeah, and she even admits she's like it had become difficult to look at him in recent days with respect to Tamlin. So like. I like to think at this point, she's like, oh, okay. Like, she's kind of realizing, like, it wasn't necessarily, not necessarily not worth it, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's starting to realize, like, she's doing all this with, like, a little return. She's probably thinking, like, what the fuck has Tamlin done for me? Yeah, I, uh, yes. I'd i like to think that, but then, speak of the devil, Tamlin's beside her, and I start getting angry. So Okay, <laughs> We can't always be angry at Tam. We can't. No, no, we, no, 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 this, no, 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 no. We weren't angry at him at this point. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. First time I read this, when this shit happened, not when he's next to her, that's not the part I'm really angry about. When this shit happened, I was like, nobody's paying attention to you. Go. Run. Scurry. But, like, where would she run to? But, yeah, it's where be- would she go? It is better than this. No, I, I'm not. I'm not agreeing with this. Now, do I do I think that they could have taken time to talk about some more important things other than like what they're about to okay. do? Yeah, sure. But yeah. like, I don't know. I, I mean, running away like there's nowhere to go. Like fucking Amarantha would be on your ass. Okay. Maybe not even running away then, but like you said, talking. Maybe trying to come up with a strategy or be like, hey, like what can we do? Yeah. None of that. So, like, his fingers brush hers, and a line of fire goes through her, bringing tears to her eyes. And she all she can think is, like, she wishes that he wouldn't have to touch the wretched tattoo. And I'm like, girl, that tattoo's dope. But <laughs> also, Gorgeous. my side note is, like, one, my... Okay, so Reese felt this. When she has a feeling like this, he felt this through the bond, okay? He uh-huh. knew that... I think he let this... He didn't expect... Okay, he let this happen, because he easily could have risen up and, like, walked over to her at this point. Because don't tell me, as soon as that happened... He found her in the crowd. He was watching. Yeah. So, but I think he knew because he's, we've been, the past couple chapters have shown, he's always, he always knows what Feyre needs to keep going. So I think he was like, you know what? She needs this moment for motivation yeah. and inspiration. But I don't, I honestly don't think he thought they would try to like bone in a freaking supply closet because. Didn't, no, wait, didn't he say like. At one point, doesn't he mention how he thought that, like, they would take this chance to escape? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I He did not he yeah. did not think that they would try to bone, because I think in his, he can't fathom being Feyre's, like, man, mate, love, whatever, in this situation. Because in, if, he, if the roles were reversed, if he was in Tamlin's shoes, he would have taken the opportunity to either run, strategize, like, a plot against Amarantha or something, yeah. not to fuck. Like, I'm just, that's yeah. that's the difference here. And it goes back to what you were saying, Madison, where, like, everything with Her mind is so sexual. Yeah, with him. Just like, literally, like, his fingers brushed mine and a line of fire went through me. You know that line of fire went directly to the puss? I'm not even, like, not even just sexual. It's just everything with Tamlin superficial. Like, even, like, the feelings. Like, I don't know. So, either way, um, 
basically because like whenever she's not fighting for her life in a trial or like, you know, dancing on Reese's lap, the court kind of ignores her, which this helps because she's able to follow Tamlin into like, I keep thinking of it as like a supply closet. I don't know where, where they keep the fairy wine. Maybe. I don't know. It's like a dark long like <laughs> passage, but like, I don't know. So we hit 378 and there are, there's some sexy times. So I'm going to, I'm going to just go through it. So she literally walks through the door and is slammed. Like he's on her. I couldn't kiss him deeply it's enough. Sh- I'm sorry. That's so sexy. I mean, okay, <laughs> no, listen. So I know that. I know that this is not what they should be doing. No, no, but no. lock me in a fucking supply closet with Tamlin, and I am there. I I don't okay. give a fuck what we're doing. I'm there for it. Let me make very clear. I am definitely angry by their choice, but I'm all right with it <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so she's tearing at his shirt. She just needs to feel. This is though, like. I wonder if he realizes that for her, she keeps thinking of this as the last time. Oh, true, true, true. And I don't know if that even went through his mind. I think he just literally was just like, give me that. Because, like, she's, like, needing to feel his skin beneath one last time. And, like, he's he's grabbing her boob. And she's stifling a moan. Like, she's, she's like, I didn't want him to be gentle. And I was like, all right, okay, okay. I mean, I can understand Yeah, it. and she's like, what I felt was wild and hard and burning. And so he was with me. And I was like, oh. Damn, okay. Like, this is hotter than their actual sex scene is, Okay, wait, real talk. Real talk. This, this is, is so a- sexy. I am all for this because you know they're rushing. They're trying oh, yeah. to go for it. And I'm like, yes. So, like. I mean, I totally agree with Oh, that. yeah. She, he's like, he bit her neck, bit it as oh. he had on fire night. And I was like, oh. oh. And she's literally having to, like, grind her teeth to stay silent. And that I don't is know, so sexy. I was going to say, I'm willing to bet all three of us have been in a situation where you had to be quiet and it made it all the better. Oh, it makes it so much hotter. It makes it so much it, hotter. It's better. And so much it, harder it, to, oh, to keep quiet. It's like you may not like it and you never like sometimes like you don't even have to think about it. And then when you actually have to think about it, you're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, yep. That's yep, what's going decided. on right now. And so she's, like, grinding her hips, and she's just like, this might be the last time I touched him, the last time we could be together. I wouldn't waste it. So, again, she's going through this definitely, like, I'm dead. This is fine. Like, Yep. So. I got to have one last okay. fuck. It's all good. I got to die. But breaking into that, she definitely, like, we like we said, she thinks she's dying. We don't, Tamlin, I don't think he realizes that that's where her head's at. And so, once again, I'm like, where... It shows to me that they're superficial because Tamlin can't even note. One, probably isn't even thinking, like, oh, she thinks she's going to die. And two, like, this should show him if she's in that bad of a place, like, you probably need to be doing something else. Well, what what... What I don't understand is she literally says words weren't necessary. No, I think they are at this point. Like, I mean, he doesn't say, he doesn't even say, I love you too. Like, she said, I love you. She walked up. I think that would have been like, that would have made this scene like even sexier for me if he he had just shut the closet and said I love you too and attacked her or something like oh. that. You know what I mean? So no, no. I think that would have really improved it. He does say I love you, but that's at the end of this whole thing. So no, I mean, we got we, know, that should know, be that should be after what th- ninety days that should be the first motherfucking thing that yep. you're saying after every after everything she's doing for him. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm angry, guys. But anyway, so she's like grappling him with his belt buckle. He like they're what they're kissing, and she's like not a waltz, a war dance, a death dance of bone drums and screaming fiddles. Holy shit! 
Like, so she's cool. going at him that hard because she thinks it's the last time. He's going at her that hard because we already know he's very, like, possessive. And, like, they may not be mates, but he definitely thinks that the mating bond's going to click into place eventually. So, like, he's going at her in a possessive, like, male way. You know what I mean? That's been pent up for three months. Like, he's going at her just as hard, but for different reasons. And I, like... I wanted him here. She hooks a leg around him, needed to be closer. They're like grinding their hips together. He's holding her up against the wall. She's getting his belt loose, everything. I'm livid. And and I'm sorry. She tosses the belt away and stumbles for his pants. I'm sorry. If you didn't, I when I reread this for today, I laughed. I outright laughed. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry you laughed? <laughs> yes, because you get to someone coughed. And then, oh. and then, and then Reese is just like, shameful and they're both just like whirl over and he's in the back so thing to note he's not near the door he's in the back of the hall so he literally just walks through the wall into this so like he knew what was going on guys he felt all this through the bond he knew what was going on and he waited till the last possible second to ruin it for him which i think is hilarious i can live with that he did that on purpose oh yes and i just like Someone are like speechless and then bam this is a good way that like moss kind of shows the shift is like the air became a cold kiss upon my skin upon my exposed breast like right then and there that like clicks favor back into be like oh shit like she comes to her senses you know because she was overwhelmed with like desire like and like yep. the and again he says nothing <laughs> of course nope and so now i'm sorry one, like we just said, Reese definitely waited till the last possible minute here on purpose. But also, think of how fucking livid he is for so many different reasons. Because, like, we find out in Chapter 54, he, he, he was, one, he already knows that this is probably his mate. So, like, he had to, like, sit there waiting for it to be like, sure, go ahead. Keep, you know, almost fucking in a supply closet as I stand here. It's fine. It's fine. It's not me. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm not fine. And then, <laughs> I'm not fine. I am not <laughs> fine. And then he's got the anger at, like, he knows that he would not, like, like we've all been talking about, he would not waste this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, he's pissed because he's like, God damn it, Tamlin. So, like, he would do anything to save her. So he's already, we already know, like, he comes off like a very, like, cool, calm, collected here. But you know the freaking storm that is raging in him right now. And, again, it just goes back to, like, everything with Tamlin is superficial, like, Reese just kind of tells him, like, he literally reminds him. He's like, I wonder how Amarantha would punish you. Or, and again, perhaps she'd puny, punish Lucian. And I'm like, God, poor oh, Lucian. Oh, I'm telling you, Lucian, Lucian is always fucked. Lucian always. is always fucked. Not only is he always fucked, though, his supposed best friend Tamwin didn't even think about it. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, ah, I would really so, need new friends at this point. Like, yes, I'm, yeah, I agree with you on that. I'd be going to the summer court. Yeah. Like, come on. So, like, Reese is trying. He's coming off as an asshole because that's the role he plays. But he's also making yeah, good points. asshole. Mm. I know. And he's also making good points, though. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck did you expect to happen? Like, come on. So, after everything, Tamlin, you know, like, Reese basically tells him, like, put your clothes on, get back out there, like, fuck off. And Tamlin takes his hands from his body, doesn't say a word, and Reese is like, be a clever high lord and buckle your belt and fix your clothes before you go out there. And I fucking love this, because Tamlin just does it, and I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, and, he is such a pussy. But, and I love this, because it's part one of Reese's plan to salvage, is, like, the paint from um, his hands and his clothes disappears. And I'm like, smart. I wouldn't have thought of that. 
And then Reese is like, enjoy the party, and like points him to the door. And Tamlin finally turns around, and he just says, I love you. And then with Okay, see, I don't like that. I don't like that. Because he goes, he said softly, I love you. What? What? You're waiting three months. She's there to save your fucking life. You just had like this hot burning encounter, and you're going to go, I love you. You know what? That's literally, like, that's the first thing he should have said as he slammed her against the wall. Y'all are feeling my anger now, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I started this and you guys were like, no, no. No, okay. No, I thought we were going to be mad about them having their little fling. I mean, honestly, like, I think they needed it. I mean, like... Well, sometimes you get stressed and you need that. It, it could have been better. That. It could have been better. There's, yes, there, there's no way you can argue that, but it's like, I don't know. So, I needed I it. Know. I needed it. I was fine. Well, when I was reading yeah. the book, I was like, I need, I need some sort of fucking interaction. So, I'm telling yeah. you right now, remember how I said Reese is going through this? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not fine. Yeah. Reese is definitely not fine, guys. So, she's just, he was like, I love this. If you're desperate for release, you should have asked me. And I'm like, is that on the table? Because uh, oh, exactly. Oh yes, yes. And then he, he kind of lo- this is where he, like the next like page and a half he loses his like loses it a little bit. Like he loses that control where he's like, she well, he's pissed. Him. He's pissed. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, I'm for it. Oh, so, okay. Like, no, yeah. Literally, my notes. We get to see Reese loses his control a bit, and I am fucking living for it. So don't worry. <laughs> So he, like, she calls him a pig, and he literally, he just, he snaps. He pins her to the wall with his arms, and she can feel his shadow talons digging in above her. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And he's basically like, do you actually intend to put yourself at my mercy, or are you truly that stupid? Which kind of goes back to, like, from the very beginning, she was not afraid of him. Like, she was back and forth with him. Like, she at first was like, oh, you're a little, like, powerful here. But, like... And then he hints at what Amarantha does to Hyphae, and I'm just like, oh. Wait, wait. I I really hope, uh, tell me you're going to read this last little paragraph on page 379. Please tell me. I have it highlighted. Thank you. Please tell me you're going (laughs) to mention it, because I have been saying this for fucking weeks. Yes, yes. He basically is like, you're a fool, Feyre. Do you have any idea what could have happened had Amarantha found you two in here? Again, shows he's protecting them. Tamlin might refuse to be your lover, but she keeps him at her side out of the hope that she'll break him, dominate him as she loves to do with our kind. Yes! Yes! This is validation! You should not be happy about this. I I am happy because I'm right. This is validation. I mean, come on. I've been saying she's a dominatrix for weeks. Oh, yeah. And not just, like, sexual dominatrix either. You know she just likes to, be, like, b- like in and of itself belittle. Like, oh. And so this is where I was like, oh, yes. Because he's like, you're both fools. How did you think no one would notice you were gone? Like, thankfully, like. I smelled your arousal gone. from outside the closet. Right? <laughs> so this is where she barks. And again, remember, he's still, like, up against her holding her into the wall. Just keep that in mind. And she goes, what do you care and he goes, what do I care? And, like, wrath twists his features. And his wings flare out completely. Oh! Are out. And he's literally just like, what do I care? And I'm, okay, okay. Guys, I'm telling you right now because they get interrupted. But anyways, right then and there when he's like, what do I care? When he has her pin, don't tell me 
he wasn't about to kiss her like he really wanted to kiss her and be like, oh, he was going to go do it. Because, like, I'm telling you, this anger isn't just that he's in a bad spot for a multitude of reasons. But one, he's angry because she doesn't realize everything he's done, why he's done it. He can't really tell her at this point. She doesn't comprehend his suffering yet. And he's also dealing with his feelings for her. And he's scared to death for her, which then manifests into anger. And, like, he's he's, he's in his feelings right now. And I'm telling you right now, all of this. I, I wish he would have just screamed, I'm your fucking mate. That yeah. would have been great. That would have been fucking like, great. How would she have reacted? Think about I that. Don't know. If he would have been like, I'm your fucking mate. Here she is, like, pouncing on Tamlin, and he goes, I'm your fucking mate. I feel like that could have changed up the whole story. That would have been really cool. So, oh, 100%. And, like, that's my thing. It's like, we see, literally, in two pages, like, he's scared. Like, we already know he's in love with her, basically. Like, already. And we see, like, we in two pages, we'll see... She is his, like, sense of comfort right now. His only only guiding light. So for him to, like, one, find her with Tamlin and know what Amarantha would have done. So he's already scared for her. He's scared for the final task. He's mad at Tamlin for, like, wasting the time. And then he has all of this other anger because he can't show favor who he really is yet or, like, what all is exactly going on. Like, he is in his feels and he's got her pinned up against a wall with his wings around them, like, that entire scene right there is sexier to me than the entire encounter with Tamlin two pages ago. I'm saying what I said. I'm sorry. I'm still I'm still on the fact that I am finally vindicated. Oh my god. I'm finally vindicated. <laughs> she's, she's, a she's a dom. So then, before he can act on anything, because you know he was going to, you know he had a heart on and you know he was about to act on it somehow. Like, Oh god, I wish she would have just like brushed her leg up his... I was going to say, not yeah. even in a creepy way. He wouldn't, obviously, because we know Reese would never, like, violate her. But he was definitely going to act on it somehow to, like, try to make her see. And but, I'm so sad that this is their first kiss. Dude? Okay, literally, I know. My, my notes. I I want to fucking cry that their first kiss has to go down like this when stupid twat waffle Amarantha bursts in the door. That is my note word for word, yeah. guys. Because <laughs> I'm just like, are you kidding me? Because, like, his head snaps to the door. His wings vanish. Which, again, she should have been like, wow, he really only shows those wings to me. That's that's interesting. But no, whatever. It's fine. And his lips are crushing hers. His tongue pried her mouth open, forcing himself into me, into the space where I could still taste Tamlin. Awkward. Um, I pushed and thrashed, but he held firm, his tongue sweeping over the roof of my mouth, against my teeth, <laughs> claiming me all of this. So, like, one. Claiming like, me because he is her. Oh. Right? So, one, it's sad that their first kiss had to go to, like, down like this, period. But think about... It's really sad how... that it's over. Like, I mean, literally, we got one yeah. paragraph. One well, paragraph. I know. Imagine, though, how, like, torn Reese felt about it. One, he definitely didn't want their first kiss to go like this. Two, he knows what it's like to be violated. So, like, you know he did not appreciate having to kiss her, like, without her wanting it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just all around, this is a terrible first kiss, guys. Terrible. For all involved, especially Amarantha, because she's pissed. <laughs> yeah, and then Tamlin. <laughs> oh my god! Tamlin so, is such a wood. So of course he's wearing a stupid blank face. There's fairies behind. No, him. it's just his eyes are slightly wide. Like I mean, he's a little shocked to see Reese okay, like okay, kissing okay. her. No. Okay, so like Amarantha's in the door. Tam's behind beside her, and then there's a bunch of fairies behind him. Tamlin. I'm going to still say where's a stupid blank face. Reese plays into the jeering crowd where he's like, oh, and oh, Amarantha's pissed. So she's trying to appear cool, calm, and collected, but like, what's it say? 
um, something sparked in the queen's eyes as she looked at uh, Reese. And I was like, dear Lord, think how bad she made that night for Reese. Wait, didn't they well, say that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, no, no, no. Well, we're coming up on that, but I'm just saying, oh, like, okay. think of it right we now. get to that. Yeah, think of it right now where it's like, oh. And he knew. That's the thing is he knew what was about to happen and he still did it for her. Just saying. So she uses the whole demonstration to be like, she uses one of her, like, probably one of her best insults for humans, in my opinions, where she's like, <laughs> typical human trash with her incons- um, inconstant dull hearts. And I was like, damn. Like, you know, she feels that way, though, because oh, yeah. you're in. Oh, yeah. So, like, she's trying to use it to be like, look at this, Tamlin. See, you should definitely just drop her and fuck me. Like, she, She's like, using this as like, uh, yes, this is. Yeah. She's using this as her own vindication of this yeah. women suck. Exactly. And so again though, Reese is a genius because before anyone can notice, like in the time, in the split second where they approached the door, he thought to put his wings away, kiss her, and mess with the paint so it makes it look like they were all up on each other. You know what I mean? Like he's a genius. Yeah. So Okay, like this entire next scene just breaks my heart and I don't want to talk about it, but we gotta talk about it. Okay, so Reese comes, hours later, Reese um, comes into her cell, he steps out of the shadows, his shirt's unbuttoned at the top, his hair's ruffled, he's running his hands through his hair, and she's basically just like, what do you want? She demands, and I'm like, be nice to him. Wait, 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 wait. I think we missed an important part here. I I could still feel the heat of his lips against mine, the smooth glide of his tongue inside my mouth, even though I washed my mouth out three times with a bucket of water. (laughs) You gotta... He he made his stain on her. Yeah. Oh, he did. So, he comes in, he's, like, out of sorts. He literally, like, just slumps against the wall and slides to the floor, like, dear lord. And she's like, what do you want? And he's like, a moment of peace and quiet. And he's like rubbing it. All of us have been here where you're sitting on the floor, literally just like rubbing your temples, just like, fuck my life. And he literally, she, like, she sits up, she's intrigued because like she sits up further and she's like, from what? And he literally looks up at her and like looks around the cell and is just like, from this mess, obviously. And I can't believe she actually had to ask like what he wanted to be quiet from. Yeah. And he goes, that damn bitch is running me ragged. And he dropped his hands and just leans his head back against the wall. You hate me. Imagine how you'd feel if I made you serve in my bedroom. I'm High Lord of the Night Court, not her harlot. So he confirms the rumors, and I'm crying at this point. I'm just like, oh my god. Um, and well, like, like, it's gotta I- say, like, I mean, he clearly trusts her. Seriously, he's sharing something so personal. Yeah. So, like, she's like, so the slurs were true. And I could imagine very easily how much I would hate him, what it would do to me to be enslaved to someone like that. And she literally says, why are you telling me this? And this is, again, he slips. Because because I'm tired and lonely and you're the only person I can talk to without putting myself at risk. And then it's almost like he's like, wait, wait. Hold it back, Reese. Hold it back. <laughs> got to put back on that mask. He like he lets he and then he lets out a low laugh and he's like, "How absurd!" A high lord of Printhian and a, and then she's basically like, "You can just fucking leave if you're gonna insult me." And I'm like, Don't "If tell only, me. if only she had let him finish that sentence." Yeah, because I'm telling you right now, the only reason that second part of his little speech there came out was like I just said, where he was like getting too personal. Fuck no, be yeah. a dick. Be a dick. And so we finally kind of get a full explanation 
Well, well, I also appreciate his response. He goes, I'm so, I'm so good, good at, at it. it. <laughs> Their whole back and forth is adorable. And so, like, I love it. He's literally like, like, no pressure, but like, one wrong move tomorrow and we're all doomed, like, just so you know. And he's basically like, well, she's like, kind of looks at him and he's like, if you fail, Amarantha will rule forever. And then. Feyre, this shows how, like, like depressed and, like, she is no hope where she's like, if she captured Tamlin's power once, who say, say she can't do it again? So, like, she's literally already thinking, like, on the off chance that she wins, like, what happens? You know what I mean? Like, she is no hope. And so we get a kind of a full explanation of what exactly Amarantha's hold is. So her biggest weapon is she keeps their powers contained. So she can't access them, like, wholly, but she can also use them to control each of the High Lords, which... That's a lot of power in and of itself, like over seven high lords. And he he kind of finally is like, look, I would have shattered her mind a long time ago. Like, trust me, there's a reason she's still alive. And the moment you break Amaranthus' curse, Tamlin's wrath will be so great that no force in the world will keep him from splattering her on the walls. Uh, foreshadowing he- splattering on the walls right oh, there. Yeah. And he literally, like, puts a hand between them and, like, waves between them. And he's like, why do you think I'm doing all this? And Feyre's just like, because you're a monster. And I'm like, oh, bitch, no, he's not. Like, she should have thought about her answer before, yeah. just, like, speaking out yeah. the especially, especially seeing how, like, down he is. So, LOL, like, he basically is like, true, but I'm also a pragmatist, which he is. And he's like, working Tamwin into a senseless fury is the best weapon we have in the <laughs> So I just want to take a moment, LOL at the fact that Tamlin's temper is so legendary that Reese, Reese, as the most powerful High Lord anyone has ever known, and everybody knows it, and he knows it, knows that he can rely on Tamlin's wrath and temper to kill Amarantha without having to use even his own power. He's like, man, I don't even have to do anything. Like, all we need is him to be pissed off. And, and it works. And it works. And so, like, you see that he's really thought this through. Like, he, this is a moment. I'm just going to get on my little pedal school here. I feel like Reese does not get enough credit. Like, people don't think of Reese. Like, when they think of Reese, a lot of things come to mind. Trust me, I know. But, like, mm. his intelligence. A lot of good things. Right? People don't really talk about how smart he is, though. He really is, like, quite smart. Mm-hmm. And, like, in, I'm just saying. So, he basically says, like, why do you think I've never, like, taken advantage of you and everything like that? Not that he ever would. Again, we know that. But, like, by not taking advantage of Pharaoh when she's drunk or even just by force, he has a claim of innocence with Tamlin. Where he could be like, look, yeah. I had to make the bargain because Amarantha put her in with the worm and she would have died. So, like, not my fault. It's Amarantha's fault. And then he can be like, I never actually touched her. And, like, you made me be the one to kiss her because I had to cover up for you. Like, he's thought it through. And also, I just want to take a moment here because it always makes me giggle in a court of Miss and Fury. Reese literally is like, trust me, I would have loved to bed you. Like, I would have loved to fuck your brains out. Like, just to say, like, hey, what's up? I think but the then, bond would have snapped in place. I just oh, have a feeling. But, like, oh. just remember that. T- think how long it takes for Feyre in a court of Miss and Fury to actually figure out that, like, oh, all of Reese's, like, flirting, he actually means it. Like, he does find me to be the most beautiful thing on the planet in, in like, desire. Don't like, even fuck with me on how long it takes in Mist and Fury to, for Farrah to get her head out of her ass. Seriously, though. And, like, <sighs> she talks, she's like, oh, like, uh, she, like, doesn't give it any, like, mind for half of the book, almost. And then, 
when I read this, I was like, oh shit, it doesn't even start early in A Court of Fury. It's literally right here where he's like, oh yeah, definitely would love to fuck you. Like, keep me updated on what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and she just doesn't, like, she doesn't think about it. And here again, here's a red flag. And this one I did not really think of when I first read it, but like rereading it, I'm like, oh shit, red flag. Reese, because she's like, he basically is like, I would have loved to fuck you, but no offense, there's more important things at play here. And I'm like, oh, yes, yes, there are. Tamlin and Farrah keep forgetting that. Like what? And like what? Farrah's <laughs> like, what the right? fuck is more important? I, I, wait, I kind of live for that horny bitchiness, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> I kind of enjoy that. You kind of love the horn. Mm. It's because she's given up. So she's like, eh, that's what I want. So Reese basically is, he talks about his people and like his court and how he wants to save him from being enslaved. And then he goes, Surely Tamwin expressed similar sentiments to you. And Farah's <laughs> like, oh, he never did. But then she's like, oh, but he couldn't because of the curse. And I'm like, mm, no. He still. He literally has only expressed, like, wanting to fuck her into a wall. Like, that's, that's yeah. literally yeah, like, the expression. That's what I mean. And, like, they had the whole blight thing going. So he could have at least been like, oh, I've got to defeat the blight because it'll, like, hurt my people and my people will be enslaved and, like, the lands will be destructed. But no, he never did. And I'm like, rereading that i'm like oh god how did how did we miss that like yeah. that's not good and then i had a question so one do we think reese truly believed that like he was like of course tam like he was he honestly believed that tamlin would have had the same devotion to his people or does he know he doesn't and so he says that as a way to kind of like raise it to favor's attention to be like hey Mm. And it kind of, you know what I mean? Like, do you think he actually? I don't know if Reese is that manipulative. I don't think he is that manipulative. I mean, I think he just assumes, like, I mean, maybe he knows that Tam isn't, you know, for the people as much as he is. But, like, I think he assumes that Tam must care about his court. It's like his people, you know? Yeah, that's true. Okay. So I guess maybe he just, like, doesn't see that. See, Okay, I was going to say, because I, in Reese's shoes, would have been like, oh, yeah, of course Tamlin would. No, he doesn't. Well, also, this is also, like, another sign that, like, Tam is keeping Farah out of everything. Yeah, literally. He doesn't doesn't see her, and we see it later when he's like, there's no such thing as a high lady when she asks. Like, he doesn't see her as an equal. And, like, clearly, like, you know, even right here, Reese kind of does, because, like, he's sharing all these, like you know, deeply personal things with her. And he's doing it while she's still human, even. So, like, that even shows right there. He, Even though his joke aside where he had to act like a dick for a bit, like, the fact that she's yeah. human didn't really... The only thing he did not like about her being human is because it made her, like, vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't, like, one of the... Fair, like, we already know that he's, like... He's for Tarkin's plan to have, like, no distinction between lesser fae and high fae. Like, he's all about equality. And I'm just... I stan it. I love it. So... Then, boom, another piece of history. And again, this is where Reese, he could have told her the full truth, and he doesn't. So I I am going to agree with both of you that he's not trying to undermine Tamlin, because he easily could have undermined Tamlin right here. Yeah. Because he basically was like, because why did Amarantha target you? Why make you her whore, she asked. And we find out, because remember, Amarantha was like best friends with Reese's dad, which is okay whatever weird um no amarantha was best friends with yeah tamlin's dad dad. yeah 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 um so reese killed tamlin's father and brothers and that's always that's really he's like it's a long story and i don't feel like getting into it (laughs) um and so like 
he he just says that. That's all he gives her. And I'm like, but but bitch, that's not the full story. Like, Tamlin's father and brothers killed your mother and sister when they were just traveling to see you because of Tamlin letting them know. And I'm like, you know what? Your mother and sister were brutally murdered first. So, like, any of the killings you did are fucking, like, they're justified. Like, you, they deserve to die, you know? And, but Feyre only gets the tidbit of, like, she finds out Reese killed Tamlin's father and brother. That's all he gives her. And I'm like, why, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Yeah. And so Feyre begins to finally realize, like, the depth of Reese's pain and also the fact that he has kept her alive. So, like, I'm just going to read it because there's a lot of, like, oh, go for kind it. of happens. Yeah. So... He based, after he admits to, like, killing Tamlin's family and explaining that Amarantha was like, well, you killed my best, like, one of my besties, so I'm going to torture you. Favorite even go, like, I might have reached a hand towards him, might have offered my apologies, but every thought had dried up in my, ha- my head what Amarantha had done to him. So, like, she's realizing the depth of his pain. And he wearily says, like, so here we are, like, our fate's in the hands of an illiterate human. <laughs> <laughs> and he basically gives, like, you know, like, when you're so annoyed or upset that, like, you laugh, but it's, like, one of those, like, not actual, you know what I mean? Just, like, one of those laughs. And he's just, like, what a mess. And he cups his head in, a forehead and close, in his forehead and closes his eyes. And I just want to say, even throughout A Court of Mist and Fury and a wing, uh, Wings and Ruin, he doesn't hide his true nature from the inner circle at all, but he also doesn't really let anyone see his weakness, like, like moments of weakness, except for her. And that started here. And I think that's kind of, like, crazy to me. Yeah. But, like, she's searching for the words to, like, wound him in his vulnerable state. Because that's her immediate reaction. It's like, I've got to wound him. But then he, she starts to recall all that he had said. All that he had done. How his head had snapped to the door before he'd kissed me. He knowed Anarantha is coming, was coming. Maybe he'd done it to make her jealous. But maybe... And she's thinking. And she's like, if he hadn't been kissing me. If he hadn't shown up and interrupted us. I would have gone out into that throne room covered in smudged paint and everyone would have known what I was up to and everyone would have seen the paint on Tamwin. and she then it just clicks with her. She's like, oh shit, that would have been like really bad. Yeah. And here it is. Regardless of his motives or his methods, Rhysand was keeping me alive and had done so even before I set foot under oh. the mountain. <sighs> and I'm just like, this right, like this is her and he literally, he gets to, it's like he, he, he realizes, he's like, okay, I, I can't, like, stay. I think he, he, he didn't get everything he needed, because, like, he definitely is still in a dark place, but he got enough comfort from her, and didn't want to put too much else on her. Yeah. Because he's like, okay, I've, I've told you too much, and then I like this, where he's like, probably should have drugged you first. Like, you could totally use this against me, and, like, perhaps she'd even give you Tamlin if you told on me. But even as he faded into the shadow... Like, he slides his hands into his pockets, and he fades into the shadow. She even says, there was something in the curve of his shoulders that made me speak. Guys, he, he was just down. Literally, his shoulders. He was just were, sad. He was just, yeah. He was, he was worried. Like, he, he knew that things could go terribly bad tomorrow in a multitude of ways. And this is where I was just like, oh. So she goes, when you healed my arm, you didn't need to bargain with me. You could have demanded every single week of the year. And he turns and he's, like, still half in darkness. And she's, like, every single week. And I would have said yes. And she's, like, it wasn't entirely a question. But I needed the answer. And this is her literally just, this is the moment when she's, like, confirm that you're good. Like, this is her, like, giving him a chance. A half smile appeared on his sensuous lips. Again, she always is, like, noticing how beautiful he is. 
And oh, he literally, always. he just says, I know, and vanishes. So first off, when he said, I know, I was like, oh, Han and Leia vibes. Love it. And if you know that, <laughs> Star Wars geek. Yeah, exactly. So then I'm like, my second thought was like, holy shit. Like this right here, this entire exchange when he comes to her. She started to get an inkling of who the true Reese was, like how in Caitlin's chapter when he was spawned, like she realizes he's trying to undermine Amarantha. Yep. Madison, when he's trying to help her and he like flicks the tears away, he's there. This is when it all finally clicks into place, I think, where she's like, that he's wearing a mask. Like, I'm living for it. Like, I, this is the true Reese and I'm here for it. Yes, I agree. So, after all of that, and coming to the conclusion that Feyre did that, you know, Reese is a good guy, we're going to stop. And, guys, remember, next week, we're finishing this book. But in the meantime, in the meantime, what are we currently reading? Let me, I just, what the fuck am I not reading? Okay, like, so many fucking books right now, it's, it's a little unreal. Um, So, I just, I'm going to open up my Kindle real quick. So, Madison, hang on, real quick, Madison. (laughs) How often do you have to charge your Kindle? Oh my god. It's unreal. Like, the battery life's supposed to be, like, two weeks, and it is not. It is not for me, because it's on 24-7. Um, I'm literally just imagining you having one of those, like, Well, I'll just charge it while I'm reading. Like, if I'm yeah, reading yeah. in bed, I'll just charge exactly. it while I read, so when I get up, it's already charged. Okay, so let me just let me just start. Okay, so I did some arc reading this week for Gianni Holmes, um, her Taking Care series. She's writing a new book, Secrets. Um, so obviously, I had to reread the Taking Care series because it's been like a hot minute. So like, did that arc read that book review to come? Then Cara D has got to be one of my favorite authors ever, and her um, book three of breathless is coming out. Um, it doesn't come out till like September though. And I'm dying. Um, but I reread her first two books in the game series, killing that. Then, um, let me just say, okay, I spent all week reading the hell's anchor series by Aiden Bates and Allie Lita guys. I love the plot lines of this book, but I swear to God. And you know what pisses me off more than life is when sex takes so fucking long and there's no kissing and I'm just like, what the hell? In all of her books, like, nothing happens until, like, 80%. But I had to keep reading because I had to finish this series because I already fucking committed. So that's, like, five books of my life that, like, I read this week that I wanted to die. Um, Then Quinn Ward, the Lodge series, book three, comes out this upcoming week. So I had to hit up one and two. Um, And then I'm also rereading, oh, for those of us not reading as much LGBTQ as me, I also uh, reread Asher Black by Parker S. Huntington, which is like kind of like a mobster romance, which Ooh. Oh, Ooh, it is, I like it is that. super sexy. Like also Parker S. Huntington, like literally if you guys are going to like message me about like, I get a lot of messages saying like, do you have any like hate to love books? Devious Lies. I've already talked about this. Devious Lies and this Asher Black book. Oh, I mean, it is it is love to hate is hate to love like all day long. Um, and then this morning, obviously, I started rereading some Nora Phoenix slow hands, um, but that's back to LGBTQ. So you know, um, my list is long, but as we know, as I said earlier, I've read like 380 books this year. So you know, I read several books a week, <laughs> like almost like 
I, I don't even know what that average is, but it's it's got to be pretty pretty damn yeah. up there. You're a big fan of the Kindle, man. Oh, Kindle Unlimited, Unlimited is the best fucking purchase I make every month. <laughs> you have no idea. It saves me so much money. But then the oh, problem is, here's the problem, is when I really love a book, I got to buy it. Like, so that I have it. <laughs> so that I have it all the time. Exactly. It. So, like, you know, when I reread it, I don't have to, like, empty out a book that I'm yeah. currently okay. working with in Kindle Unlimited. So That's how they get you. Yeah. So there's my issue. There's all my problems. That's all that I'm reading. <laughs> um. So I'm still in... 14 to 15 hour work days uh you know because that's fun so i haven't really you said that much. like you're gonna get out of them at some point <laughs> right i know yeah that's, yeah <laughs> foreseeable future like yeah next couple months are gonna be a little rough but uh even then i still like i don't know about you guys but like reading is definitely one of my outlets so like even if i'm not done with work until like 1 a.m uh you can ask my husband because he comes in and yells at me I'll literally be back in bed reading for at least an hour because I'm like, no, I need my reading. I need it. <laughs> um, so this past week, I finished uh, Escaping from Houdini, uh, third book in the Stalking Jack the Ripper series. You guys know we love that. And I could, can I just say, obviously, like, I'm still in love with Thomas Creswell, guys. Like, I'm still in love. And I'm sorry, that book made me question whether Audrey Rose deserves him. I'm just going to say it. So it was. Um, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> After that, I was able. Yeah, exactly. Madison, the face Madison made just sums it up. I wish you guys could see it. Um, uh, guys, you know how I feel about Thomas Cresswell. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. wet oh, my yeah. pussy. He's- I'm there for him, but I'm like, I he deserves the best. And Audrey oh, really Rose does. did not treat him that well in that book. No, she didn't, little bitch. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I finished uh, Shadow and Bone. A solid read, very quick read. Uh, for anybody that hasn't read it, super quick read if you're looking for something fun. So my only thing, and you guys know how I feel about the Red Queen series, I still have a bad taste in my mouth, like, from how the Red Queen series went down and how it did me dirty. So the problem, my only problem with The Shadow and the Bone, and it's not, it's, it's not the book's fault, it's me and my headspace, is that, like, the book mirrored the first uh, book in the Red Queen series, Red Queen, a little bit too much for me to where I was, like, getting kind of angry, but I'm like, okay, it's fine. I still enjoyed it. I love the Grisha verse. Like you guys know, Six of Crows, Kaz Brecker could do terrible, dirty things to me. Um, so now what I'm currently reading, and I just want to say, please don't be mad at me, guys, because uh, full disclosure, I am just now reading Crescent City. It came out. I know. Not worth it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So if you guys don't know, Caitlin, is, Caitlin like that book kind of died for Caitlin uh, 70 pages in for anybody that hasn't yep. read. Sorry. But anybody fucked that me has up. read... Literally fucked me up. 70 pages in and I was... Uh, Ryan <laughs> fucked me up on page, what was it, 525, where it it had half a page of good shit and then ended. So yeah, it so fucked like, me the fuck up there. So even though, like, Madison and Caitlin both have said, like, they do, like, the plot, the world, and everything's really cool, they both have their own issues with the book. Um, Madison's might be rectified in book two, but I have a feeling Caitlin's it is better not. better fucking so. be rectified. No, mine's never going to be rectified. <laughs> yeah, Caitlin's like, I'm done. So, um, yeah, I am just now reading Crescent City, but it came out in March when I, I'm not kidding. Like, if I'm in a black hole right now with work, like, it was like a double black hole with work at that point. And then once kind of quarantine hit and, like, my stress levels went through the roof with everything – I kind of was in this mood for like quicker, like not a serious read. So I kind of, I had it on my TBR and I was like, man, I've heard so much how great it is, but also how like it fucks you up emotionally. And I was like, I don't need that right now. 
That's trust me. That's what yeah. happened to me. And then also part of the thing is like, I keep getting really good recommendations from you guys for all the fantasy books. And since Caitlin's not as big, like she does this historical fiction, Madison's our romance expert, pretty much anytime one of you, anytime anyone recommends a fantasy book, Madison and Caitlin are like, so Blake, you're going to read it, right? (laughs) Well, I have to have someone read it before me because I have to know about the love plot line. And you know, <laughs> if it's actually worth it for you. And you know I love doing it for you. And I've helped. Yeah. I've saved you from a couple. So oh, like, oh, the Red Queen series thing? Fuck you saved me from that. Yeah. So, I'm, and I'm telling you guys right now, I love getting your recommendations. But I'm just trying to explain so you guys aren't like, oh, my God, how are you as like a diehard Moss fan just reading Crescent City? Well, I am. I'm sorry. But I am in it. I'm only, I'm only like a day and a half into it. And I'm already over halfway through. And that's even with like my work schedule. So that should tell you right now. I'm fucking loving it. Like. Did I have a mental breakdown at page 70 and have to check to see if it was actually true? I did. Did I text Caitlin about it? And she was like, yeah, fuck that. I did. Oh, wait. So are you going to text me when you get around the page 500? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. I've already talked to Madison and Caitlin both about this, about how I definitely understand. And like for anybody that's read it, I do like, does anybody else think it's odd that like Moss made a big deal about this was her first adult fantasy book? Like, yes, A Court of Thorn and Roses is now branded as oh, adult. Are, fantasy, are we like, about to get in why I hate this book so much? What, no, what, we won't go into it deeply, but I just, I do, it just, it confuses me that it's her first adult fantasy and it definitely has darker themes and like harsher language and shit like that. But I am confused why there isn't more sex. Thank you! <laughs> seriously this is my biggest issue with it it's an adult book and like literally she's writing young adult books well i mean they're adult now but she's writing young adult books with like the best sex i've ever read seriously well and it's even weirder it's like in an interview like she literally admits that for the upcoming a court of silver flames like she had to cut sex scenes because they were like dude there's too much sex which oh my god i'm so living for i know right i'm so excited so that's what i'm just curious i i just like i'm not as i'm not as mad necessarily as madison is about it and i'm just more confused like i am curious as to why but either way um so yeah that's what i'm reading i'm hoping to finish it like early this week uh work permitting uh that's what's on the schedule for the rest of my afternoon if i'm being honest uh but Caitlin, I actually really like what Caitlin's reading right now because it's so cute. I am still in my Harry Potter phase. I'm on book four. Probably about oh, halfway through, such right? a good one. Yeah. Sorry. Book I'm five like, is my favorite. I like what? book six is mine. Book five is my favorite. I really like book six. <gasps> and of course, book seven because it wraps everything up so nicely and it makes me happy. Um, but yeah, I just need something. I'm blameless. sorry. I love like. Oh God, I'm about to just shit on people. Are you about to say um? I love her. She is such a bitch. I love her. She's such a bitch, man. Literally, my sister and I. Oh my God, my sister and I watch like it all the time. Like that's our go-to one if we're gonna watch a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> that's the one we go to. I love it. Literally, She's the such most bitch. I love it. So now that we know that Madison's truly a fucking sociopath, <laughs> like, who? Oh my god! I'm sorry. I love her. She's like terrible. She's kind of reminds me of Amarantha. I I have no words. Like me and Blake are just stunned. okay. So anyway, next, I'm just imagining next she's gonna be like, you know who else is one of my favorite characters? Fucking Sauron. Emperor Palpatine. It's a Lord of the Rings. Oh, or like Emperor okay. Palpatine. There, like, there is, there is not enough love we... in those books. I don't read that. 
There is not. That's what I'm book. saying. That's that. There's love. No. 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 Okay. So anyway, we move on. So anyway, that's great. <laughs> so listen to this. So again, you know, reach out. But listen. So our future in our little podcast here. So we have one more to finish this book. Then we're thinking of doing a little wrap up here. But we are going to do a special episode on book boyfriends. So what we need you guys to do is if you could just send us a couple book boyfriends you want us to um, talk about um, or like certain things you want us to bring up um, during the podcast, we're going to do a whole book boyfriend podcast. And, um, you know, if you want us to talk about someone specific, I, I've got a couple weeks. I can I can binge I can binge some books so we can talk about this together. Um, so Dude, my list my list is already so long. <laughs> I know I know. So I, I could I, was, I could I can binge. Yeah, some I books. was like just just send us send us some books send us some couples some boyfriends some things you want to talk about. We're gonna do a whole book boyfriend episode before we get into Miss and Fury. And yes, no worries, y'all. We're doing Miss and Fury next. You're totally fine. So anyway, remember. Um, subscribe review but really follow us on insta acotr podcast um and message us we love to hear from you we love to chat um and we got tell your friends yeah tell your friends we got some really good things coming up um and also if you haven't if your friends haven't read a court of thorn and roses yo shoot them get them on shoot them a message like they really need to read it um so yeah uh just like you know social media we're always there literally always one of us is there always always Always. (laughs) um yeah so with that guys like like we said we're finishing a court of thorn and roses next week so i hope you guys join us in the meantime cheers to our high fae bays bye